0: You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! S. S. Anthony Thomas. Well, hello, hello, good friends. This is the S Machine. Coming right back at you with another episode of the S. Yes, Anthony Says podcast. This is actually being recorded Sunday afternoon. This will be the Monday episode. And you know, I want to talk. This is really weird. I ran into I was in a supermarket buying something to eat, which is what you do at the supermarket. I normally take my car there to get it repaired, but they frown on that. But I, I ran into a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in a long time. And it was really weird because the last time we actually physically saw each other. I was 17 or 18 years old, and I think they were maybe in their early 30s. And it was really weird. All this time had passed. And it's funny how, even though we're both mature adults now, they still, in the beginning of our conversation, still had that, hey, buddy, hey, you know, that older big brother type thing going on. And and then he started to laugh because we realized how old we both were. And we thought it was hilarious. And it reminds me of how things change. And sometimes how things are exactly the same he, he began to treat me exactly the same way he did when I was a kid not realizing for maybe about a minute or so that, that I was a, I'm a grown man obviously you know I'm obviously a grown man and so was he and it reminded me of <laughs> think about the word spelled L-I-V-E it could be live or it could be live right same four letters same thing You write them down, L-I-V-E, and they don't change. It's just L-I-V-E. The only thing that changes the meaning of the word are the words around it. I'm going to a live show. I'm going to live here. It's the same four letters. Nothing's changed about them. The only thing that makes them different is what's around them. And it's, you know what I'm saying? So I noticed that I hadn't seen these guys in a while and we had both changed but for some reason they still treated me the same way now going back to the word imagine for a second if there was another word spelled l i v e but one of the one of the letters in it had an accent mark over it let I me mean, think about that it's spelled exactly the same way it actually looks like L-I-V-E live or L-I-V-E live, but it has an accent mark over it. And in this scenario, imagine if that word had a completely different foreign meaning that had nothing to do with the other two words. It was so far removed that it couldn't even be thought of in the same way. And then you tried to put it into the sentences that live or live would occupy. Wouldn't even fit there, would it? You know, imagine if if, if L-I-V-E with an accent mark over it meant house fire. (laughs) Right? I'm going to go to a house fire concert. I'm going to house fire right here. Wouldn't fit, but it looks kind of the same, right? I mean, it's an L and I, a V and an E. What's this little line across one of the letters? How come I can't put it there? It looks like it's the same, but it's not. In that scenario, the word is different, looks kind of the same. And no matter what you put around it, it ain't changing. And I realized that I kind of became kind of like that, you know, (laughs) once I made a decision that I'm going to be a certain way, it didn't matter what was going on around me. I wasn't changing shit. And that's why when I was younger, peer pressure didn't mean anything to me. Everybody else that I knew that was hanging around with, um, they drank a lot. You know, and i and I'll even take out of the equation the alcoholics. Forget that. We're just talking about the people who drank a lot, they're social drinkers. And I would go there and I would hang out with them and be hey man you want to drink? No. Come on, man, have a drink. No. Come on, man, you want you know you want a drink? Nope. Come on, man, you ain't cool if you don't have a drink. How many times are you gonna ask that before you realize that when I say the word no it means no? Now we're cool, we're buddies and everything, but I just said no. Respect that. And they respected it. They realize, no matter what went around me, once I make a decision in certain areas, I'm not going to change. One of those guys actually got in my car one time. We're driving around. I get out of the car, and I go up into somebody's house to get something. I come back down. And this this guy breaks out some drugs and was about to do them in my car. And I go, are you fucking nuts? Well, I said, first of all, why would you bring that shit in my car in the first place? I don't even drink, dickhead. Why would you do that? But I thought, well, no, you didn't think. Get out. And they gave him some money for a cab. <laughs> he thought, well, since we drove this far, uh, you know, he's gonna change his mind. He's not gonna throw me out. I of- <laughs> guess again. Didn't matter what words you put around the L-I-V-E with the accent mark, it wasn't going to change. I'm not going to change things like that just because you want me to do it. No, I'm not going to drink because you, you want me to and I'm not going to allow you to bring that crap in my car. Nope, here's some money. I know how much the cab ride is. Here's enough money for the cab. Here's enough money for the tip. And that's not a gift. You owe that back to me, dickhead, because you knew better. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have to be like the word with the accent mark. You know, some people love to be like the word L-I-V-E, the normal way. You know, sometimes they'll, depending on what's around them, they'll be this. And sometimes what's around them, depending on what's around them, they're going to be that. Uh-uh, I'm, I got the accent mark over one of my letters. I put that there myself. Cause I made a decision. I'm, this is what I am. This is what I'm going to be. I'll evolve into something else as is as, as natural for a human being or as, and when when time passes and maturity majority is there, you're going to evolve into something, but the core of who you are has to say the same. I don't care what words you put to the left and the right. I got the accent mark now, so I ain't changing. <laughs> you know, you know, you have to take a stand. You have to take a stand because we, we were both laughing about this before because this person uh, used to be a, a performer, too. And um, he was talking about a time when I was maybe 21 years old. There was a club I was playing back in the time, back in the day. And this lady would not move me up to the next spot no matter what, no matter how good I did. She would not move me up to the me- middle spot in the show. Wouldn't do it. Now, I've already explained, uh, I don't know how many of you, how many of my podcasts you've listened to, but earlier, in an earlier podcast, I explained, if you don't know stand-up comedy and stand-up comedy world, there's usually three spots on the show, feature or the opener, and they usually do about 15, 20 minutes. There's the middle, uh, the middle or, or the feature. Well, let me, let me, let me start this again, because I got distracted by something. Yeah, I got distracted by something. I like to keep this podcast real. If something happens around me, even though you can't hear it on the microphone, it takes my attention away. I'm a human being, I make mistakes, damn it. Now let's go back to the stand-up comedy structure. Opener or MC, 15 to 20 minutes. Feature or middle, usually does 30 minutes, sometimes 35 minutes, and then there's the headliner, or the closer, who usually does 45 to 60 minutes, somewhere in that area. Now, most in most places that I was playing, I was beginning at that time, just, just to show you how long ago it was, I was beginning, just beginning to move into the headliner level. And in 99.9% of the time, of uh, I was doing the feature, but I was starting to move into that, but I wasn't emceeing at all. That's something that a beginner does, you know? And so she was the only holdout and, and was my favorite club, and she would not move me up. She wouldn't do it, no matter how good I did. She kept coming up with these dumbass excuses. Hey, can, can I, uh, I need to move up to the middle spot. Well, I don't know, you know, I, I mean, it's a, it's a 30, 35 minute spot. I don't know. I mean, do, I mean, you're only doing 15 minutes. I don't know if you could, you know. I said, I, what? What are you talking about? So I do the whole weekend, four shows, four 20-minute sets, four different 20-minute sets. So now when I come back, she has no excuse not to move me up. Well, you know, I mean, that was 20-minute sets, but it wasn't 35 minutes in a row. And yeah, she could not get out of her mind. She had locked me into that spot. That was a situation where I had changed. I had actually moved forward in ability, but she refused to change. She wouldn't change at all. So it was my job to make her change. And I said to her, listen, either you book me in the feature spot or I'm out. You don't have any better MCs than me. You know that. And I don't. And that's really not my problem. I mean, not to be rude, but you've moved everybody else up. And just because I'm the youngest of the group here, you won't give me that respect. And I, and unfortunately, I can't play here anymore. least you could do is give me one shot on one weekend to see if I can do it. Well, um, I, uh, I don't know. I said, okay, well, this is going to be my last weekend here. I'm going to finish out the dates, but I'll never be back. Well, you know, but we'll talk about it later on. I mean, she was going to try to fix, you know, try to, you know, please don't do it. I need you to be here. She's going to try to do that crap to get me to stay. I realizing that that shit wasn't going to work. We do the show packed house. Um, MC goes on good guy, but he was bombing his balls off. I mean he was bombing his ass off hard. And I don't feel I don't tease him because of that because I know how hard it is and how difficult it is as a, as a performer to stand on stage in a packed house and no matter what you do they won't give you anything. You know how quiet a room of 190 people is when they're supposed to be loud? You know how loud a footstep is? How loud a waitresses uh, clang clanging a beer bottle when normally you wouldn't hear the beer bottle? You know how loud an order is? I'll have two Heineken's and two double Michelob's and two triple men. And I'll have them. And what do you want, baby? I want a big baby. And you and what, 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 no, you can't drink that. You know the damn well. you can't have that because you're going to be driving. And, he did. and these are conversations you normally wouldn't hear. But you couldn't help but hear them. Because there wasn't any laughs going on. And this is a good guy. This is a guy that I like. He's a good comic. He was just having a bad show. And it sucks. And he got the hell off that stage quickly. And she was upset with him. So I had to go on next. She was giving me my little audition there. And she goes, well, go ahead, give it a try. And I could tell she wanted me to fail so badly. She wanted me to walk on that stage and bomb my ass off. So she could very non Well, let's just try to put you back in the the MC spot, okay? And you'll see where it goes from there. (laughs) That's what she wanted to have happen. (laughs) That wasn't going to happen. Not in a club that I played all the time. This was like one of this is, I this is one of the three places that was like my home club. There was almost no chance of me bombing in this place. It's definitely not in front of a packed house. So what happens? I go on and I smoke this joint. I smoke this joint like a damn cigarette. And what made it even more impressive was the simple fact that the guy before me couldn't get anything. Now there's nothing against him because I work with him later on and he smokes places normally, but it just happened on this particular occasion he couldn't get shit. And I smashed the place. And I walk off the stage. And she wanted me to do 35 minutes to eat up some of his time. And I did my look at my watch and I lashed your high. I walk off, yeah, and they're chanting when they're yeah. I walk up to her and I'm expecting to go. You know that was a great set. You were right and I was wrong. Sorry about holding you back. S, yes, you're here some dates. I'm going to open my book up and we're going to give you some bookings and blah 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 blah. She looked at her watch and she goes, "You were supposed to do 35 minutes." I said, "I did do 35 minutes." No, you did 35 minutes and 48 seconds. Really? No booker does that outside of Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, they'll time you like that. Not outside of Las Vegas. She was upset because she got proven wrong and she had no choice but to move me to the next spot. And she said, well, give me a call and uh, we'll talk about it. I knew her date book was in the back room. I had seen her book other people. She didn't want to book me. She was pissed off because I won and she lost. I had changed from the little guy she knew before to the grown man who can smoke rooms and she wanted to keep me there and she refused to change. Isn't that weird how that works? Sometimes you change and everyone else around you stays the same and they can't give you the joy of noticing that you changed or that you improved in some way. They can't give you that love. They can't just say, man, you got better. Man, you matured. Man, you're really good at this now. They can't do it. (laughs) And then there are times when you're the same and then they change, you know. It's really weird how we can't seem to get those two things together. You know, I, I've seen that with people of my that I knew that became really, really successful. And sometimes when a person becomes successful, it's almost like they're they're in a different wavelength than the people around them. You know, they're thinking in terms of moving and pushing and growing and getting and achieving and having and this and that. And everybody else is happy with what they have. And there's nothing wrong with being happy with what you have. It really isn't. But there's also nothing wrong with wanting more. And when you're trying to get more and the people around you are happy with what they have, sometimes your change is too much for them. And in those same occasions, their staying the same is not enough for you. It's really weird how that works. You see it when you lose a lot of weight and none of your friends does. And all of a sudden you decide now you want to go out and play basketball. They don't want to play basketball anymore. You know, I don't want to play basketball. I don't want to do that shit. You know? You notice that when you get get a steady girlfriend and your friends don't have girlfriends and they want to go out and drink and uh, try to squeeze a Hooters waitress's ass and you're not into that because the only ass you want to squeeze is that sweetheart that you got at the house. They didn't change and you did. And sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. You know? (laughs) <laughs> I just, it always amazes me how that happens. You know, you see it in marriages sometimes too, right? You know, you know, uh, one person puts the other person through school and then the other person wants their turn. They want to make a change and the other person kind of likes it. I like the fact that I, you know, I've got the double, PhDs and now you want to go and get your PhD but see if you do that you can't be helping me in my I mean this is supposed to be my world and you're you're supposed to be helping me I mean you can't actually go out and have you know success on your own in your own life you can't do that shit what the hell you're supposed to be here for me sitting here twiddling your thumbs waiting for me to come home to do stuff for me and that's not gender specific. It could be man or woman. You could have the woman out there, just like the man out there, going out there, and he goes, "You know what? You're really talented. I'm going to help you put you through law school. I'm going to help you. Damn it! You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm I'm working at this. I, I own a store, but I damn it, I want I I, I believe in you, I want to help you get that degree." And then she goes off, and she gets to be, "Oh, we would. Oh, you really? Have good, I got I got to go to this party and talk to the lawyers. You just stay here. You know, you it would be boring for you." And he's like, oh, "What the fuck?" I can't even talk to her anymore. <laughs> now, don't tell me you haven't been in a situation like that. You know, where something changes and you can't handle it, or you change and somebody else can't handle it, it sucks sometimes, doesn't it? It sucks being the word with the accent mark sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> Everybody else, all the words around you are swirling how come he's not live well let's try to change him into live he won't become live he's not live or live he's still got an l an i a v and an e what's that shit above one of the letters what is that shit an accent what i've never heard of an accent mark i don't know what an accent mark is all i know is everything was fine until that damn accent mark showed up and now he's a different guy he won't he doesn't even hang out with us anymore damn it He's not live or live, but he looks like live or live, but he's not live or live. It's that shit that's above one of the letters. What is that? That damn accent mark is making everything suck. We got to get rid of that accent mark. You can't get rid of the accent mark. It's permanently attached. Damn it. How come he won't be live or live? We're used to you being live or live. How come he won't be that anymore? How come he's something else? Because it was time for you to be something else. Now, the accent mark could be anything. It could be... Going back to school. It could be you losing some weight. It could be deciding that you want to start a business for yourself. It could be deciding that <laughs> you want to be a husband and a father. It could be deciding you just don't want to be a hothead anymore. It could be deciding that you just have different tastes. Or it could just be much like evolution when it comes to the to species and how they change and evolve over time. It could just be a change that happened that you're not even aware of, not even something that you did consciously. It could just be anything. It could be anything that makes you permanently different and hopefully for the better. Because the accident mark could also be something bad. It could be something that turns you into a piece of shit. (laughs) Nobody wants to be around you because of that. But let's just hope. And I'm assuming because you're listening to me, my podcast audience, you guys, because you're listening to me, obviously you have great taste in podcasts. Your accent marks probably something impressive. It's probably something that makes you a better person and everyone around you is freaking out because they can't understand why you're this thing now. Well guess what? That's their fucking problem. <laughs> That's their problem. Enjoy your accent mark, my friends. You still got the L, the I, the V and the E, but now you got that accent mark over one of the letters. And that accent mark looks good on you. Makes you feel good having that accent mark, doesn't it? You look good with the accent mark. That accent mark makes your ass look good. You damn right. So don't let anybody take away your damn accent mark. It's a thing that makes you different. It's a thing that makes you special. It's the thing that makes you the intelligent person that is wise enough to listen to the Yes, Anthony Says podcast because I have one of the smoothest looking accent marks over one of my letters you will ever see in your life. Mine lights up. you damn right. One day yours will light up. In fact, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, just, I think one of yours just lit up. My podcast audience rules. <laughs> Well, folks, this has been this episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the Monday episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Uh, Before I go, I just want to say a special shout out and a thank you to all of the podcast people, all my listeners and subscribers who apparently, I found out, go on these really long S. Anthony Says Podcast marathons on the weekends because every weekend I see this big blast of people that just go and they listen to a whole bunch of shows in a row and i really really appreciate that i i i appreciate your your appreciation of of uh the work that i'm doing here and and how much fun it is for me and um i'm glad that you guys enjoy thank you for the kind words um thank you for the you sent some nice letters some well, nice nice uh things on the d m on the um on the uh on my twitter on, you know uh by the way my twitters are at s anthony thomas and also at s anthony says um the home base for the podcast is santhony says.podbean.com, but I'm also on Stitcher and TuneIn. Uh, I'm on iTunes. So basically, if you just Google S Anthony Says, all my shit will pop up, but I'm on those places, and that's what the podcast is called. Um, the email address, as I'm sure you know, and I can tell that you know because you keep writing in some stuff and, and saying some really cool stuff, is uh, the santhony says podcast at gmail.com. I want to thank you guys very, very much, man. You've been really cool. We've done well over 100 of these things. And uh, you guys have listened to pretty much all of the bad boys. But the numbers are, are kind of even out. So it looks like everybody's kind of kind of listening to a bunch of them at the same time. So I really appreciate that. That means a lot. And uh, much love to you all. This is the Monday episode. I will see you again Wednesday. Much love, my friends. S. Anthony out. Go.